You're listening to Consolidate That. Ukraine is my motherland. It is now under a savage attack by Russia. Ukraine is shielding Europe and the rest of the civilized world from Putin's barbaric aggression. Ukrainians are brave and effectively fighting back. Let's help. Make a donation to Armed Forces of Ukraine. Link is in the show notes. Hashtag Stand with Ukraine. Welcome back to Consolidate That. Uh, excited to have a, I believe this is going to be our second repeat guest in a row. Last week we had an incredible Steve Kemp on the show. And now this week we get to have another wonderful person from inside the team here at Galaxy Vets. Ivan, why don't you kick it off and, and introduce the our guest today? Hey, I'm very excited to introduce our guest today, Shannon Gervais. Shannon, are you related to Ricky Gervais? No, no. I get asked that all the time, though. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon dedicated over 20 years of veterinary industry. She combines her years of team management and passion for industry into her roles as head of people operations at Galaxy Vets. She focuses her attention on needs of the team to provide a thoughtful approach to the transition process while continuing to drive the operational success of the hospital. Shannon, welcome back. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you, Ryan. So there's one thing that I, well, it's a big topic. It's not just one thing that I wanted to talk about. It's the concept of the cultural integration. Everybody knows the sort of in classical integration process when, when consolidators buy the hospital, they have this 100-day plan or, you know, assimilation plan. And, and uh, for the most part, what you see is how do you turn the accounts? How do you change merchant services? How do you connect the vendors? And then how do you shove down the clinic's throat <laughs> all the initiatives that will drive top line, bottom line? Uh, what we noticed and what we are trying to do by design is that first we need to implement the why behind the hospital and basically and and who we are so let's talk about the cultural integration and what it consists of at galaxy yeah absolutely ivan so i mean cultural integration is actually like i say a massive part of the acquisition process when coming on to galaxy it's you know everything that we believe in and everything that attracted the the seller to galaxy is then needs to be incorporated with the rest of the team so you know, there's a lot of new concepts that Galaxy focuses on when it when it's uh, you know bringing bringing its new team into the hospital, and um, we saw that we needed to do a little bit of coaching, guiding, teaching, training. So we, uh, you know, there's one thing that we've discussed in the past episodes with Ryan. There's a little bit of a unique period, transitional period that we think that is different in Galaxy than in others. And we call it the stabilization period. So essentially after the transaction, we don't shove everything down their throat. We want to make sure that they're on the same page with us. So that's the stabilization period in which there's two things that are happening. One is we are collecting the metrics as the hospital becomes under the Galaxy management and understanding if our assumptions for synergies post-acquisition uh, are correct and what are the first things that we need to do to change the productivity of the hospital and then that's sort of a data and monitoring and watching the scorecards of the hospital but the very important thing is that cultural integration which also happens during stabilization which tells us if there's a there's a team that can trust each other if there's leadership that can lead the change yeah. and then if the team is ready 
So what are the components that we decided to include into this sort of introduction to, to the teams at the hospital level? Well, first and foremost, there has to be an understanding of who Galaxy is and uh, what some of our uh, beliefs, missions and values are. And we need to align that with what the team has as well. So it's it's not just about us coming in and saying, hey, this is Galaxy and and uh, these are the things we believe in and you need to believe in them now as well. That's not the way it works. So we actually take a, a very thoughtful approach uh, in combining you know, what that existing uh, vision of that hospital is and what their values and beliefs are. And, and we work with them um, to make it a galaxy and hospital vision mission. And we can move forward with planning and leadership teams and, and what that looks like after we've established that. So it's, it's a very thoughtful process with that step of, of the cultural integration. Uh, it's a huge piece that I think oftentimes gets missed. Um, and I, I think that, um, you know, the the idea of doing that in the hospital and, and aligning the team first and foremost is, is especially uh, needed to do for the success moving forward with anything. Uh, you know, the, you mentioned trust, Ivan, that's, that's kind of the huge piece, right? So there's many things that we're bringing that are different uh, into the hospital. And we'll talk a little bit about it as well when we talk about employee ownership. But all of these things are, are new and exciting. So, of course, there has to be an onboarding period where we teach what exactly that is. And um, so, so that's the sort of, you know, Galaxy 101. And, the, and I, I love the fact that we're actually coming to work with the leadership to define the core values and potential overlap of the existing culture with the culture that we're inviting them into. But then there's a concept of why that I think is is very different what we do from others is this sort of basic business acumen training. Do yeah. you want to just talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So, I mean, we launched something really new and really exciting into the veterinary industry which is this whole concept of employee ownership. The only people that are really familiar with ownership at that level, truly uh, from a majority standpoint, are any veterinarians that have been or are an owner. So when you think about it, with what we're doing at Galaxy and providing the ability for every team member to be an owner, that that's a completely different mindset than what you know, has been historical in veterinary medicine. So there's there's some challenges that come with that, but it, they're not really challenges. They're more they're more like opportunities. So what we've created is this basic training. You know, it, it nobody wants to go over numbers, right? <laughs> you know, you want to talk numbers and finance in a in the veterinary hospital with the veterinary teams, and it's like you literally watch the color drop out of everyone's faces. That being said, when you bring it from a standpoint of, hey, guys, you are now an owner, but this is what this means. And you start talking and teaching them what basic finance training looks like. You know, you're really only looking at the three things like top line, bottom line and margin. And when you discuss that with the team and have them engaged from the ownership standpoint, it actually brings that color back into their face and you can see that, okay, now they're thinking about these things that are going to drive success in the hospital, 
which also means that it's going to drive success for them as an owner as well. So it's, it's really quite, quite an incredible thing that we're doing in these hospitals. Yeah. Shannon, how, I, as someone that talks with the, you know, original practice owners all day long, yeah. that's my job, right. To yeah. get on the phone and, and meet with them and discuss the financials of their practice and those sort of things. Um, that sometimes are murky for even the original practice owners. Mm-hmm. What what kind of tools are you guys bringing maybe to parse out that information or to make it so that people can understand that there is a direct impact on, you know, is it things as little as using an extra set of gloves or, you know, throwing away your dirty coffee cup or cleaning up or, or is it deeper things around you know, giving clients the right satisfaction so that they become repeat clients. Is there sort of an actionable thing that you guys are attaching to those financial metrics? Yeah, Ryan. So basically, like there, there is, it's actually, I would say it, it has a very multimodal and um, practical approach to it. So in a lot of cases, when you have a team that's starting to think of an owner's mindset, what you're actually developing is is that that business strategy for them. So we're giving them the tools and and some coaching and teaching to think like an owner. So basically, like I had already mentioned, we have that basic training that we do for all of the team. But what that helps with is to be able to make those decisions as an owner. So you know, you you mentioned you know, practical things like, you know, throwing out that coffee cup or how many gauze squares you use and stuff like that. It actually makes people think like, hey, you know what, if we were to decrease the amount of, I don't know, like, I love using the gauze squares example, but if we use less gauze squares, that is going to in turn decrease the amount that we have to order. And then, oh, hey, I remember them talking about those cogs hey, I think it'll decrease the cogs. And, they, and it's really, it, that's literally what happens, right? So they're able to see their results. Eventually, what we would like to do is have a really cool app that we can share with the entire team that'll actually show them kind of real time what it looks like uh, from an owner standpoint on all of these efforts that they're putting together. They'll actually be able to financially see the results and the positive results of their actions. So that's something that we're really excited about. And the teams get really engaged with things that they can see, you know, the their hard work and the results on. So we talk about some of those small things like the gauze square example, but then we talk about big things. You know, some of the leadership team within the hospital, they have so many fantastic ideas. And the, uh, it's amazing to watch them think about things in a process. So after they go through some of this training, they start to think of things bigger, like, hey, if I brought this service into the hospital, this is going to increase our revenue by X, Y, and Z. And then they actually start thinking about the ways that they want to incorporate that into the current hospital model. It's, it's fantastic watching that in motion. I love that you looked in the ideas into it, but but just kind of for a second to back up into the business training, not even like the, the initial thing that we're bringing to everybody from kennel attendant to receptionist to technician is those three basic concepts. There's top line, there's bottom line, and then there's a, there's margin. And the interesting thing is that 
when you have employee ownership, mm -hmm. you can actually articulate and say, why do you care now? Yes. Because before you worked in the hospital where you have an hourly rate. Now that margin that used to belong to the clinic owner belongs to you. That's right. So that's where the share price increases. If there's a better margin, mm -hmm. what can you do for better margin? Increase the top line or decrease the top line. So you create these themes in which people start thinking about how can I improve one or the other? Absolutely. And then from there, they start coming up with ideas because now they understand how what I do is connected. But but switching to that topic of employee ownership. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, we talk a lot about it, wrote a bunch of articles and the employee ownership. It sounds like, OK, cool. We're giving shares. And then there's, you yeah. know, uh, Pathway is giving a bunch of cash. And then uh, I think VG started saying and the, you know, technician, I think they started doing that, too, that uh, technicians are now somehow getting shares. And, and I'm sure that there will be more of others because that's becoming a topic. But it's not that easy to no. just say, hey, you have some sort of shares. It's almost like, you know, I have something accumulating somewhere there on the cloud and I never touch it. It's not tangible. What is important is to connect that to something that is very tangible, people understand that what you say matters. That's right. And that's the key of ownership because just me owning some sort of shares in a huge airline company mm -hmm. doesn't change anything. But if I, being an owner to me means that when I come up with the decisions to change something to improve, I'm heard. Exactly. And that's fundamental, I think, that brings quite a few concepts that we already discussed. It's the trust, it's the understanding that my voice matter, and uh, and why, why don't we open up a little bit more about this whole idea concept and uh, and the book that we all uh, embraced in uh, Galaxy? Absolutely, and I will I will just comment. You know, when you when you immediately think of what it means to be a shareholder at Galaxy versus what it means to you know get shares or equity somewhere else, it it does it does translate differently. And you you already captured that, Ivan. But literally. It's, it, it is an extremely meaningful process. There's some there's some companies that are doing it right, and I would say that we are 100% uh, in line with what our team members need. Having that voice and engaging with the employees, that stirs up an intrinsic motivation that you can't get just by handing somebody like some shares. So being able to make those decisions having the responsibility to understand how business works, uh, taking into account uh, the employees and their well-being. All of these things, in addition to that financial benefit, is really what's driving that cultural integration and owner's mindset. What, what it sounds like you're saying is that there's definitely a, a difference in awarding people something, giving people something, giving them the ownership experience of those shares versus, you know, showing up to a, a job. And a lot of times we talk about, and I think in the vet industry as well, there's a difference between a job and a career. And I think a lot of the people that choose vet medicine choose it as a career, but usually a career has some sort of idea around retiring from that career and some of those eventual pieces there too. What, where does the ownership experience fit into that? Oh, great. That is um, near and dear to my heart, Ryan. <laughs> so obviously working in, in clinic for a number of years, um, transitioning uh, to some other companies along the way, you know, I'm not alone when I say that there hasn't really been any type of succession planning, um, you know, from a, an employee standpoint, right? So the only, the only 
person in the in the veterinary hospital that has the ability to think about that in the past was the person that owned the veterinary practice. So with the employee ownership mindset that we bring and the shares being allotted, we have the ability to now change what those futures look like for our team members. So instead before where they might've been thinking it is just a job and you know I'm gonna eventually have to go into something else um, if I wanna have any kind of plan for my retirement, now we are bringing that option to them. So there is that ability for them to think about, hey, you know what, when I retire, I actually have something from this ESOP. And so now we've changed that mindset of exactly what you said, Ryan, it's, it's not just a job anymore. This is a career path. This is something that I can rely on that at the end of my career, I have something to fall back on for retirement. So it really has changed that financial freedom conversation. So it, it's an exciting time for our, uh, our employees. That's really cool. And I remember talking to, to one of our advisors on the employee ownership, because we, we stepped into it with a just basic, you know, understanding. And then now that we're members of the National Center of Employee Ownership, and we're dipping into their knowledge there, it's very interesting that uh, we met with so many people that are genuinely excited about this beyond the profitability of the company, which comes with it. The That's company right. statistically, there's longitudinal studies that they're developing six to 8% faster than non-employee owned companies. And there's intrinsic motivation, turnover is down. There's many, many metrics that any business owner would be excited about. But beyond that, uh, there are these people that are just excited and Michael query comes to mind. He's uh, he's one of the leaders of a very large company. When I was talking to him, he was in his office and I'm on Zoom with him and he's pointing to the door and he says, behind this door, there's several forklift drivers that are millionaires. That's right. They love it. <laughs> like it was just such a cool thing to hear that through this ESOP mechanism, that's what they're getting. It doesn't mean that we'll make everybody a millionaire, but it depends on the longevity, how long you work here, how the company does, how much you contribute to the company and how many ideas you bring to the table to grow that top and bottom line for all of us as shareholders to benefit from it. But I think it's just a massively, massively sort of industry changing concept. So I'm very excited to sort of observe it and, uh, and be a part of it. Um, together with you, Shannon. And uh, so thank you. Thank you for all the input. Thank you for all the ideas and spearheading this process of cultural integration. And uh, it'll be interesting to check in back in sort of six to again, nine months and see how we're doing with all this um, training for the clinics. I love it. I love it. I look forward to updating you both. Thanks, Shannon. Cheers. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ivan. Thank you so much for listening to Consolidate That. If you want to hear our new episodes, please find us on any podcast platform. Also, you can learn more about us on our website at galaxyvets.com.